Today's a different kind of day. Outside, okay. sun shining, <laughs> laughter all around. Good morning. Good afternoon. Heck, maybe good evening. Up in Canada, we'd say, hey, how you doing? Down in Australia, we'd say, good day. And I can't do anything else without sounding racist. We'd like to welcome you to another show of happy fun time, almost comedy. We need to record this on like Tuesdays at 7 a.m. because it actually does sound like something you'd listen to in your car when you don't want to be awake. We could live stream it just at 5 in the morning. There you go. Just set it to automatically do that and people can think it's live, but we don't respond to anything because I'm not going to be awake at that time. Yeah, there's no way you're getting me out of bed at 5 a.m. Welcome to Happy Fun Time, Maybe Comedy, a podcast that will heat you up without leaving you burnt. I'm your host, Blake Blake, and with me as usual is my hot dog, Walter Wiener Winner Amos, and Amanda Meet Marinate and Mandy. Today, we grill up more than we can swallow, because we're asking this question. What's the perfect side at a cookout? Are you a baked beans kind of guy, Amos? I do like baked beans. Uh, my favorite food is always going to be whatever has pimento cheese in it. So mm. if you can say pimento mac and cheese, that's mm-hmm. not really that's the good. most like fair food kind of thing. But uh, no, because when I think cookout food, to me it needs to be something that. Oh right, you didn't even say fair food. Never mind. Sorry. No, you're just in a fair kind of mind mindset, which is fine. Cookout food though is something that can stay out for two to three hours and still be worth eating. To me, like, that's the necessity, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, anything that stays crispy doesn't get stale. Anything that, you know, um, it doesn't have, like, it's not like all mayo, because mayo in the sun is... Yeah, mm-hmm. yuck. Um, I might be eating mayo in the sun, wasn't the song. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible experience. <laughs> Yeah, you're definitely going to get food poisoning. Imagine if you're in the desert and, like, you can't find water anywhere, but just there's just bottles of mayonnaise everywhere. I don't want to yeah, imagine I that at all. I'm dying. <laughs> nope. I don't even eat mayonnaise uh, when it's not hot, so. What about mayonnaise on bananas? Terrible. Oh, yeah, my favorite meal. The best thing about bananas and mayonnaise is it's so easy to dip them in the jar. Just pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum, yum. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh-huh. What's the perfect side, though? Seriously. Is it mustard-based, like, uh, potato salad? I like that. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Amanda, what did you bring over? That was really good. It was like a noodle. Uh, we brought pasta salad, yeah. but made with um, Greek Salad dressing. See, that's that was good. That's like a staple. You need like a noodle salad dish there. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good one. It's a classic we always make to take to people's houses for cookouts. It was really good. Uh, th- here's the problem with a fruit salad. It gets mushy. Yeah. All right, Amos. Yeah. You've got your hot dog. It's in your hand. You're gripping it. You're putting it in your bun. What condiments do you put on it? And what sides do you pick? Uh... I can put any condiments on it? Anything that is considered a condiment, you can put on it. Okay. Well, like I said, I put pimento cheese on everything. So if it's available, I'll put it on a hot dog. 
That's fine. I expect. I accept really, that. I've never had it on a hot dog. I, I'll eat it on mm. any uh, anything that doesn't sound insane to put pimento cheese on. Like I'm not going to put it on ice cream, but uh, but you'll I mean, scoop it on like ice cream. Oh, you yeah. use an ice cream scooper to put <laughs> oh, it on yeah. something big time. Uh, let's see what else. I mean, I I'm I'm a ketchup apologist. I'll put ketchup on it. Um, and then apologize. Well, you know, a lot of people have opinions about ketchup, but I, I like it. Um, relish is pretty good. Mustard is great. Uh, All right. Now, what's on the side? Because there's too much on your hot dog already. People okay. are looking. <laughs> well, baked beans. like the loaded dog. I mean, baked beans and potato salad are hard to beat. That's what I, I think mm-hmm. the baked beans potato mm-hmm. salad combo. Because like, even if they're sitting in the sun for a little bit, I'll eat a baked bean from the sun. I'm okay with that. Yeah. What about corn on the cob? Corn on the cob is great. And cold corn on the cob in a salad? Yeah. That's interesting and good. I I mean, I'm all about that. So, you know. I'm having some of that. It's grill time, as you guys probably figured out. It's grill time. And this is all about grilling. (laughs) So my, that was like Mortal Kombat my, grilling. No, that's just grilling <laughs> is about being hyper masculine and loving what you do. Um, so, which is mm. the side that you always skip? Is it the salad, Amos? No, I like salad. I eat salad. Um, I'm trying to think of what I would skip. Uh, anything that's like a fruit based dessert. I like fruit, but I like whole fruit. I don't like apple pie. I skip the fruit salad, like, if it's got oranges in it, because I feel like oranges, due to a, like, I think, I feel like oranges don't stay in their place in a salad, you know? They kind of, they're kind of like, hey, let's break apart and get on all the other fruit. And I'm not into that. That's fair. I like, you know, I like some berries and an apple, a pear, all those things, Mm -hmm. great in there. But as soon as, like, the citrus fruits get in there, they're just like, hey, let's, I'm gonna just spread myself all around you guys. And I I don't care for that. (laughs) What about you, Amanda? Um, anything with mayonnaise? Anything with raisins? No. That's a no. Um, there was one other thing I just thought of, and I can't remember it all of a sudden. I When you started talking about oranges, I forgot about it. What about <laughs> pieces like, of bread like and an chips? Like, I always pass on hard rolls. Like, I'm not a roll kind of mm-hmm. guy. Because there's already bread on my hamburger. Oh, I thought uh, Jello. Uh, yeah, jello. yeah, it's, and you know I, the the people who bring Jello to a picnic or to a cookout, I don't understand those types of people. And I don't know if you know any of these people <laughs> in your life, but think about this: Jello is not something that you throw together. You're like, "Fuck! Oh my god, we need to bring something to this cookout. What do we throw together?" You can't throw together Jello. It has to go in the fridge. Yeah, you gotta refrigerate So this is a that. person, yeah. who thinks about Jello, prepares Jello to share with people that they like. <laughs> there is one dessert that my family makes. It's like kind of a tradition in in my family that has Jello in it, and it sounds really weird, but it actually tastes Give really it to good. Us. Um, it's pretzel Jello. Yeah. It has like a base of crushed pretzels, and then there's like cream cheese and strawberries and Jello. I mean, that sounds okay to me. And like whipped cream, and it's like salty and sweet and kind of I don't know. So that sounds Midwestern as fuck. Yeah, well, my family's from Illinois. That is an Illinois savory dish right there. 
Yeah, but I, seriously though, I grew up with all my um, Illinois family bringing Jello salads to every holiday thing, and this is one that I would still eat because it is weirdly good, even though it's, it sounds yeah, it sounds super okay. Strange. Is it cold? Like cold, cold. Okay. Yeah, and Man. like pretzels don't really get mushy because of the hard ones. No, they stay pretty. Cri- they bake. You bake the pretzel part, and then you put the other stuff on, and then okay. you put it in. So they get like, and they're they're like kind of buttery and still crispy. Yeah. So it's sweet and salty. I would try that. It is. I would try that even good. if there was some chocolate pudding in it too. My mom's family. My mom's family <laughs> is also from Illinois, and I feel like I really got robbed. Not experiencing things like this. Really? I've never had this. The Jell-O stuff? Yeah, there's another dessert that's like a family tradition that is like a chocolate eclair type dessert, but it's made with like saltine crackers and pudding. (laughs) You know what we need to do? (laughs) The three of us need to put together (laughs) the weird desserts we had growing up and hang out and like do Mm -hmm. a... Uh, do, we don't. I mean, we don't have to do a podcast on it. We could just enjoy it as human beings. But we should get together and and do a dessert swap. We throw all we throw all the spoons in a hat when we come in the house, yeah. <laughs> and uh-huh. and then whichever one you pick up is the dessert you eat. What's a that's can- how those work, right? Yeah. What's a Canadian dessert? Uh, there's a few different, but there is uh, like a rhubarb pie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then there mm-hmm. is uh, like ma- like uh, tarts. We do a lot of like different types of. Um, they're like little mini pecan pies, basically. But there's a bunch of different types of those that are very Canadian. And it's all about the crust. The crust is really like flaky and delicious. And then of course there's um, chocolate poutine, which is the most ah, famous. Yeah, it's. Uh, is that really a thing? You know, no, no, okay. not at all. I mean, I thought maybe there was a way. Of course, all we have down here is the traditional wow. Bowberry biscuit. Yeah, but like, I mean, what did like your parents? But what did your parents make? Your parents must have made some <laughs> kind of weird dessert. Uh, you know, my dad was kind of known for making homemade ice cream and Rice Krispie treats, <laughs> and I bet uh, they were great. Oh yeah, 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 very good. Both awesome. Um, How much meat was in the Rice Krispie treat? There was there was zero meat. Well, uh, marshmallows, <laughs> I guess. Uh, are marshmallows made from the same stuff as like gum? Is there is there tallow? I guess in marshmallows. Uh, I thought they had made with gelatin. I have no idea what what a marshmallow, marshmallow is. Mo- is is all sugar. It's just how it's like mixed. Okay. Okay. Well, if there's no animal product in that, then probably not. Okay. <laughs> he, he wasn't putting bacon in the uh, Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> What what was that sound? Because it the, the brr, brr. how did you make that? That sound? that yeah. was a gunshot. That I was about to say it sounds up. like gunfire mm-hmm. uh, in a chipmunk street battle. Yep, that's what I did. Is I I sped up gunshots. Oh. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, They're having a ter- territory fight. And also, it looks like those the guys didn't decide to threaten you this week, so that's nice. Yeah. No hidden messages. I appreciate that. Pot. Yeah. Well, I mean, they must have felt that you understand that... The severity of the situation. Yeah, and then not to make fun of them or threaten them, because they are... Killer squirrels. 
Yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of different types of rodents. I, when oh. I put out the um, request for talent. You got a lot of different uh, yeah. ground-level mammals. Really, I mean, to be fair, I put on a blindfold and just let them come use the microphone because I didn't want to pick one. I didn't want to be a speciest. Sure. Yeah. Get any badgers? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay. It was just Could a grab bag. Just a grab bag. Probably not, because I don't think they would have been very happy or nice. They're like angry pillows. They're kind of known for being buttholes. Yeah. Their bodies are shaped like bags yeah. with an angry head on the end. I, I mean, yeah. if mm-hmm. what if they were all bad now, and they're going to come back and threaten you? Oh, Jesus. I've just <laughs> yeah. triggered the... Uh, You've just triggered the badges. Yeah. Don't trigger the badge. <laughs> um, news of the week is an opportunity for us to share with you. Stories that make us say, hmm, and also make us feel, aw, because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. Amos, tell us a little bit about the weird news. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, so the thing I came across was probably not that weird if you know about this substance. If you're not familiar with ambergris, it is uh, a, I think, a kind of waxy hard substance that is made in the gut of sperm whales. That's the only place that it's produced. And they occasionally vomit it up in the ocean. And it is used for making all kinds of different materials. Uh, It has been for, I think, centuries. Uh, And because it's so rare, it's really valuable. So these fishermen in Yemen discovered a floating nugget, I guess, of ambergris. And it was 280 pounds. So they brought it back to shore and they sold it and it got them $1.5 million. Oh my gosh. That's US dollars? Yeah. Yeah. So they split it evenly and I think they all like bought houses or something. They they never um, have to work again. Yeah. Apparently. There's there's now a fisherman shortage in Yemen because of this sperm whale vomit. I bet crazy. everyone's going to find, you know, everyone's going back in the ocean to find the sperm vomit. They probably are, but apparently it's extremely rare. So, you know, I good luck. I've heard to of them. this, but what do what do people make with it? That's it, you said it's hard and waxy. Yeah, let's look it up. Hey, wait before you look it up, can we just make up like what we think the three most popular things to make out of sperm vomit? I think that they create rare soap. That is what I'm going to go with. A soap? Okay. Like soap, like very special soap. Okay. Um, Hard and waxy. Trying to think of what you could do with that. Uh, Oh my God. Is is this what um, those vagina candles are made out of? (gasps) That's why they exploded. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? Who made those candles? Gwyneth. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow's candles are made out of them. And special soap. That's what I'm going with. Um. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't know what else. I'm trying to look it up so I can see what it looks like. Wow, that's not what I expected. What's it look like? It looks like a rock. It looks like, um, a geode. Yeah. Oh. You know what it oh, is? What if- it's, it's, um, mostly Acid. made up of squid beaks because the sperm whale eats squid and it can digest most everything about the squid except the beak. And the beaks, I guess, congeal into this hard substance that's uh, presumably surrounded by, you know, like stomach fluids of some kind. And it hardens and then they puke it out. 
Wow, that is wild. So what is it used to make? not what I expected. It's used in the perfume industry. Uh, All that weird shit is, man. Yeah, it's Yeah, I was going to say maybe it's like an alternative to carrageenan. What does that do? I think that's... Is that stuff you inject in your face? uh, To look beautiful? No. No, that... Uh, No. (laughs) It makes stuff like creamy, like ice cream and stuff, if they don't... If they put artificial stuff in there oh yeah so they put beaver anus for the <laughs> vanilla and then they and whale put vomit whale vomit for to make it creamy i think it's used to um prolong the fragrance i think it's a kind of a preservative used in perfumes how someone figured that out i don't know but you know you could ask that about a lot of things you know what's weird i don't think anyone's ever said to someone else how do we prolong this fragrance? <laughs> it's such a weird way to say that. Let's try, let's try this whale's vomit. Do you think anyone's like laid in bed and like like just sniffed their their wife or husband and say, I wish I could prolong your fragrance? I don't think that's ever been said. <laughs> well, if, if it's a nice um, perfume smell, you know, you might want it to last longer. I bet, though, if you spent a lot of money on a perfume, you'd be really annoyed if the scent didn't last. Yeah. Maybe it also is put in like the expensive gum. You know, the, to <laughs> yeah. prolong the flavor. Because sometimes, man, especially Starbucks gum, fuck you, Starbucks gum. It's like four <laughs> chews and then it's gone. You're like, why did I even get this? This says it's also in Eastern cultures used for medicines, potions, and as a spice. Well, there you go. I, I was thinking it was used for like making, since you said it was My hard f- and it looks like a rock. I thought it was going to make like TV screens or jewelry or something. That would be My Spice Girl name. Which one? Ambergris. The name of Ambergris Spice. <laughs> it's like Sporty Spice, vomit spice. Posh Spice, Sperm Whale Vomit Spice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds great. There's really not much for me to talk about other than this musician plays cicada. cicada. Wait, why am I saying it wrong? The jazz from them bugs. Cicada. Cicada? Cicada. Cicadas. He goes out with his fucking flute and a bunch of other stuff and plays music with them as they sing. Let's see if we can hear some. So this guy. Just plays this jazz with the cicadas in the background. That's pretty cool. That's some weird shit. For example, you hear doom. Hear that that continuous tone? That's made by millions of cicadas doing this. Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Literally, that's what they do. Now we hear something unusual. That's the third of the three cicada species, and hardest to hear. How weird are these people? Some people, of course, think I'm crazy. Like what? what it's just this gimmick. <laughs> You're just like adding this nature stuff to music. But, you know, one thing that's different about my approach is I've written these long, involved, very serious books about music and nature, dealing with birds, whales, and bugs. I like that. I think that's a great way to spend your time. (laughs) Outside my house, when we hear the cicadas, it's insanely loud, like screaming. It's so loud. And it was much more subdued in his recording, so... It was kind of pleasant. It sounded like a noise machine, like with the jungle sounds uh-huh. thing set on. I dug it. So yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. I think I'm fine with it. I just think it's 
it's interesting that people will make music out of anything and playing music with yeah, bugs. For real. That's kind of weird. Here's my more interesting news is that Diplo's Crocs are magic mushrooms on top of shoes and all tie-dye. Here, I'm going to show you a picture of them. Yeah, I want to see this. And so my question to you guys is now that Crocs are the new style, the new thing, everyone's got Crocs on, is Amos, you to me, I think that you could get down on some Crocs. Do you now? Yeah, I feel like if anyone of, of, of us three... If anyone could pull off Crocs with socks. Mushrooms growing out of them. It would be you. What would your Croc be decorated with? (sighs) Um, It would probably just look like a pizza slice. I mean, to be honest. I think that they have those already. (laughs) Why don't they? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know for sure, but if you Google pizza Croc, it's going to be there. Oh, no, there's just pizzas with Crocs on them. That's shaped out of shaped out of pepperonis. (laughs) Gross. Huh. You can get a pizza slice charm for your Crocs. Well, there we go. Done. All right. What about you, Amanda? What is your Crocs got on them? Uh, Probably like really cute animals. Mm -hmm. Little sloth faces or something. Mine have... Cute little kittens. Mine have uh, like sausages. Like little pockets for sausages. Mm. So I can grill out later, you know? That seems odd since you're a vegetarian. Vegetarian sausages. I mean, this podcast is all about grilling. So I need my my Crocs Mm -hmm. for grilling purposes. Yeah. So Amanda, what before? Actually, wait. I'm not sure I'm going to have another opportunity to (laughs) do this. So give me one second. Ring, ring. Pick up your phone because it's time to grill some meat. Yay! All right. Uh. (laughs) What's your news of the week, Amanda? Okay, this is um, not something I ever expected to see in the news, which is why I'm talking about it today. Uh, It is about an online debate right now about a recent Jeopardy contestant where um, people are somewhat divided on whether they love her or hate her. Uh, She was just on uh, yesterday on the show yesterday and um, her name is Julia Julia. Cameron and she made such crazy facial expressions throughout the entire show that people either were 100% team Julia because they thought she was adorable or thought that she was kind of insane. Um, And they've made a little compilation of her facial expressions, but it, it has sound on it. So I'll send it to you guys and you guys can look it up. (laughs) later uh but they're just super exaggerated and i thought it was cute what could you can you like explain can you give us your best imitation of like one of her facial most of the facial expressions are about they're like when she's thinking of an answer and she by the way she won the show that night um and she she got like pretty good amount of money i I don't remember what it was it was like sixteen thousand dollars so it was working for her, these weird faces. But it was usually a th- while she was thinking or um, it's just like a face where you're <laughs> unsure. So it looks it looks like, yes, it's like somebody who's like really grimacing. They're like, she's going. Ugh, let's make the noises. Let's like make the, the noises time. that go along with the facial expression <laughs> so it's better for podcast media. Amos, we'll start with you. Give us your like best <laughs> thinking noise. Mm. 
That's good. The face was good. <laughs> now give us your I've got the answer noise. Uh-oh. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought you were no, gonna have yeah. I thought you were gonna have all Ooh. of us do all of them. No, I mean you you jumped right <laughs> on it. So let's hear your answer noise, Amos. Ah. What about yours, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> Very now, pumped about Jeopardy. Now everyone make the noise that's like, oh, you thought you had the answer and then you were told you were wrong. Oh. Oh. What? Yeah. It's like huh? no cavemen playing Jeopardy who haven't invented a language yet. <laughs> yeah. Well those those voices actually match her face. Really well. Uh so when you look her up cuz she look she looks like a cartoon character making these ex- facial expressions. I got to look this lady up. But some people really liked it. Yeah, because they were like, oh, she's so real. She's like a real, you know, because a lot of people on that show are just kind of devoid of emotion. They're just very serious. A lot lot of nerds. Yeah, Yeah. they're usually like, "Mm, I believe the answer is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll put the link in there. That's why I think that there should be new rules for Jeopardy where they get like in each other's face while like there's a double (laughs) Jeopardy. So there's a double jeopardy. It's like ding, 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 ding. It's time for a double jeopardy, and then one of, the, and then they get to psych you out while they're doing double jeopardy. <laughs> like they just, they get to just yell at you and comment on your clothing or something like that. Um, yeah. So it becomes like gladiator style or something. Yeah, like that it becomes fun. like WWE style, like shit talking. <laughs> okay, I think. Uh, Jeopardy fans, I'm not sure, because after reading this article, um, article, if you can call it that, after hearing about this, um, I was looking at some other stuff, and I realized there are some people out there who are so serious about Jeopardy and all the contestants and have opinions about all this stuff, which is, I like Jeopardy. I've, I've watched that show. I used to watch it all the time. Um, yeah. But I never had, like, serious thoughts on people who are on there but they have they there have are people quite a following. who like n- like know like there are people who were successful on jeopardy who go on like tours and meet people yeah and shit like that they have fan clubs yes yes was it too quiet or was it no it was enough? perfect i was waiting for your ch- your catchphrase <laughs> okay sorry i wasn't sure if it was gonna work no it's perfect all right well here's my here's my catch catchphrase today yeah morons <laughs> <laughs> it's quiz time yeah <laughs> i'm reached, all for it man we've reached the segment of our podcast where i like to test your knowledge of random facts uh i think amos has succeeded once concerning lego and every other time's been a failure so here we go. <laughs> I haven't won any, but but Amos has, and then the rest we both failed. That's about that's fair. Sounds right to me. Today we're going to talk about Jeopardy. Okay, question number one. We're going to start in alphabetical order. Amos, in what year did Jeopardy first air? Oh, what is nineteen seventy eight? Hmm. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was loud. Oh, what sorry. is sorry. 1967? Ooh, you are so much closer. Wow. I'm going to 
you get a half a point for being a lot closer. It's 1964. Oh, that's right. Uh, he however, wasn't the first host, was he? No. Yeah, no. Yeah, there okay. was another guy. Okay. And and to be fair, this it ran from 64 to 1975, and then they they didn't have it for a while, and then there was another version called the All New Jeopardy for one year. All new? And then... All, <laughs> that would have been way it's more just, exciting. It's just uh, Alex Trebek <laughs> and a mustache that covers his entire body. That sounds awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, um, the curtains do match the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mustache uh, over his dick. You know what? There there might be a porno like this. I'm sure there is. Uh, what it would it be? Like what would it be called? Corny nerds. The all nude Jeopardy. Yeah, I guess it is. The I'm trying to think of something to do with double Jeopardy and double <laughs> penetration, but <laughs> you're the one who might have said it, it was a porn. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna like have a cute name like Debbie Does Dallas, not like double penetration Jeopardy. You, that's I that mean, is that is incredibly uh, <laughs> thought provoking. Debbie Does Jeopardy. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> it could be Tre- Trebek gives it to you. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> It would have to be like the Sean Connery, yes. you know, oh, yeah. version of, yes. you know, from SNL. It would be more like that. Burt Reynolds. Okay, so uh, the version we know today actually started airing in 1984. So oh, they've had a, quite a long run. All right, Blake, how many Emmys has Jeopardy won? Because if you can believe it, they've this show has won at least one Emmy. Uh, I would assume at least two if you said how many Emmys. Um, there you go, using your noodle. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with eight. Wrong. Thirty nine. Holy Jesus! I mean, I Emmys. more than any uh, more than any other game show on television. They could have. I didn't you even play, know game shows won Emmy. Yeah. You could play um, chess with that many Emmys. <laughs> I guess you could. You know what else I just Maybe that's maybe that's what he did with it. You know what Set else I just noticed? Everyone mm. every character that was played on SNL's Jeopardy, the real character is now dead. Oh, that's sad. Burt Reynolds. Sean Connery. Burt Reynolds dead. Burt Reynolds. Alex Trebek dead. Sean Connery dead. Not not Norm Macdonald, he was on there. As well, he was playing Burt right? Reynolds. Kurt Ferguson. Or, I mean, yeah, Burt Reynolds. Uh, but uh, they did Keanu Reeves. They did Nicolas Cage. Dead. They Dead. did. Oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves. I forgot that one. I know. Kung Fu. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Miles Davis. Uh, back- Dead. Dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Moving on from all the dead people. <clears throat> Here we go. Amos Merv Griffin created the theme song for the show for what purpose um i mean to give space for the people to write down their answers yes it is the thinking song however that's not what it was originally written for if you can believe it uh he wrote that tune as a lullaby for his son oh okay i i I couldn't get outside of thinking what was it for on the show okay that means there's got to be lyrics Mm -hmm. It's called A Time for Tony. <laughs> and they changed it when the when the uh when they started using it for the show, it's now just called Think. <laughs> uh but 
reportedly, this li- that little ditty that sticks in your head has earned him more than $80 million wow. in royalties. Holy shit. Yep. Simple little song like that. Pretty crazy. Um, All right. Back are to you going to have a question about the, uh, the, the lyrics to the Jeopardy? No. Because I've got them in front of me. <laughs> there are lyrics? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're in trouble, trouble deep. We're in peril and endangered. We're in trouble. Yes, indeed. We are all in jeopardy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yep. I had no idea. That's a terrible mm-hmm. lullaby. <laughs> yeah. He hated his son. <laughs> <laughs> What is the record for most consecutive games won, and who holds that record? Man, you might, is that you skinny, might be able to answer this. I don't know his name, but it's that like skinny, nerdy white dude who like uh, that who could be anybody. Be, who became the um, his replacement for a little bit? Yeah. I don't know the guy's name. That's right. It's like his name. It's like the like most vanilla name ever. So I'm not going to be able to name him. It's like. <laughs> Travis Lancelot or you know it's like something like it's like Kevin William it's like something like that that last one was pretty close it's like Kevin Cunningham it's like (laughs) Kevin (laughs) Walter uh, Bruceface it's like (laughs) something like that and he owns he is the most winningest Jeopardy guy and I want to say he did like 72 in a row Oh man, you're so close. So his name is is not Kevin, it's Ken. Okay. Jennings. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that is yeah. You were definitely on the right that, track. That Ken Jennings is like what air tastes like if it were a name. Like that is <laughs> Yes, true. And he won 74 consecutive games. Oh, man, that was close. Very, very close. And wasn't there someone else who was, like, getting on his heels and then, like, lost, like, but four before or something like that? Yeah, there's other people who've who've, um, had really high records, but nobody has beat him yet. So... And then, uh, did he try to, However, he did not... He has not... His money was 2.5 million. Let me check here, because I might be giving away an answer. Okay, yeah, I can't tell you that. All right. So we know that one of the answers is 2.4 million, Amos. <laughs> no, I can tell you about the 2.5 million. That's how much money he made from his 74 consecutive games. That's cool. So I think Amos would do all right. Uh, I think I could do okay, but I, I, I'd have a real hard time winning, I think. Do you know a lot of random facts? I do all right when I'm, you know, watching it at home, but I think if you're mm-hmm. if you're actually there, I think the pressure is pretty high uh this is amos what pranks were played on the show for april fool's day did they play them all on trebek because i bet he's not a good sport or was not a good sport about those kind of things (laughs) no i don't know i've Um, never heard of this yeah actually a lot of them were were done by him oh so interesting Possibly, possibly the best one that he ever did was uh, come out onto the stage with no pants on. Oh my god, that uh, 
<laughs> How long ago did he pull that one off? Hey, you see what I did there? It, I don't know what year that was, but I did see a picture where he was wearing his suit jacket and his tie and, and just his boxer briefs shirt and ev- everything else, but no pants. Wow. Yep. All right, yep. Alex. Yeah. Or Alex. Some nice legs too. He looks like he would have a nice pair of legs. Probably worked yeah, out. Nice legs. They were. Well, mm-hmm. I definitely did. Yeah. His wife was like thirty years younger than him, right? Yeah. Did not know that. Trim and fit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Didn't just exercise his brain, guys. <laughs> uh, some of the other things they did was um, play Wheel of Fortune music because ah, apparently nice. uh, Wheel of Fortune is a sister show. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. If you if you compete on Wheel of Fortune, you can't compete on Jeopardy what? and vice versa. Yeah. Oh, my God. I learned that doing my research for this quiz. If you're good at spelling. Um, so they played that. That doesn't seem fair at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that. But if you can't be on both shows, you got to pick one. Another one that they did was Trebek wore a fake mustache one time, which I thought he had a mustache. He must have shaved his mustache, put a fake mustache on, then ripped it off and made everyone laugh. It was like a really big one. That's what Amos like is about to do, one. isn't it? <laughs> How amazing would that be, Amos, to do that to your fiance? Like, get order a fake mustache that looks exactly like yours. And then give her like a big kiss, like a smooch, and then like somehow have it so that when she kisses you, your mustache gets ripped off, and then you can be like, "Oh, what did you do?" <laughs> I think and then she it would, would be on oh her God. face. She would run screaming from the room, not because not because <laughs> of the shock of what had just happened, just that I don't have the facial hair anymore. She'd be yeah. horrified. Yeah, she'd, she'd be never, angry. She'd about never it. speak to me again. She only likes you for your uh, mustache. For, well, I think the whole thing, but uh, yeah, pretty much. I've never met a man whose eyebrows look exactly like his mustache, but turned upside down. Oh. Have you noticed that about Amos? Now that you say that. They look exactly I, the same. I'm noticing yeah. it now. Look at that. It's pretty impressive. Hmm. I'll make sure to make a little gift for everyone. I like that. Okay. Uh, next. Next. Blake. What has been the lowest score in Jeopardy history? Negative 10,000. A little too high. That's negative 6,800. Hmm. Back in 2015, Stephanie Hull just bombed everything. Uh, and that is the lowest anyone has ever scored. So she was quite embarrassed and says she has never rewatched the episode that she was on because it was mortifying. Uh, but she still walked away with $1,000. So I... Uh, remembered that after i read that but if you lose you still get money so wonder what game show tax bad. is in california but it's pretty high i would think it would be yeah yeah but the the little note said that uh the amount that each people each person wins like first place wins whatever five thousand or something second three thousand and and third one thousand is supposed to help offset travel costs for getting out there because I guess they don't pay for Oh, that. that sucks. So I guess they're not thinking that you're going to actually walk away with that much if you are last, if you have to pay for travel. Okay, uh, Amos, what's the most common category? Potent potables. No. Um, I wish it uh, was. That's where I was going. <laughs> most common category. Presidents. Good guess, but it's actually pretty much... Uh, the same as on Wheel of Fortune, before and after. Sons of bitches. Boring. Where you have to combine, you have to combine two clues oh, yeah. into one. 
title, right, or question, whatever you're, however you do that. Uh, Blake, what is the maximum amount of money you can win on a single show if you're just a genius? Oh man, master! It's a lot. One hundred fifty thousand. Five hundred and sixty-six thousand and four hundred dollars, but no one has ever mm. done that. The most anyone's ever won in a single game is one hundred and thirty-one thousand one hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Okay. I was about to say I can't. I can't remember anyone doing more than a hundred thousand. Yeah, that's. I don't. I'm sure Ken did. <laughs> Fucking Ken With Jennings. Two point five million. You know, if I could wish for one person to die, it would be Ken Jennings. Wow, that seems Jesus really Christ. harsh, man. Why? Because it should have been him and not Trebek. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> and he's not Canadian. Oh. Well, there you go. Are you sure? Ken Jennings? Yeah. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> you don't even know. But he doesn't look like a Canadian. <laughs> well. Ken Jennings is from Iowa or something like that. Yeah, probably. But if he if he hears that you said this, I'd watch out. Um, You know how they do uh, celebrity... Uh, boxing matches like they do YouTubers versus whatever. What about me? Uh-huh. Podcaster versus Ken Jennings in the ring. I'd do that. Do you think he would just like open hand slap you or? I don't know. He's got one of those squished faces, so I bet he could actually punch. But I think I'd still come out on top. Mm. And he's from Washington. Washington. Okay. Yeah, we both looked it up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Got to make sure that he's not actually Canadian. He's got some children, Dylan Jennings and Caitlin Jennings. Oh, and he named his third kid after um, Alex Trebek. Uh, yeah. Aw. It's Trebek Jennings. It's so that nice. That is sweet. Not weird at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. It says here that Trebek actually had sex with his wife, and the third was. Oh. Yeah. So I bet you're happy to hear that. all right amos this one's a fun question what is the weirdest job on the jeopardy set it's kind of subjective um (laughs) sure the weirdest job yeah if you think about the mechanics of this show somebody's gotta Uh, do it's got something to do with the buzzers i bet it sure do yeah, um, there aren't buzzers. There's just like three people down there that they slap. <laughs> they and go, like, this is on me first. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how. Okay, so so clicking this doesn't do anything. Is my it, guess. It it does. It does. However, okay. you're right. You are right. There has to be a button enabler who. Flips, oh, I see. Flips a switch once Alex stop speaking or whoever's hosting now stop speaking and allows the people to buzz in and it's to stop them from like clickety click clicking while he's still talking because you used to hmm. be able to interrupt him and you're not anymore not allowed to interrupt the host anymore so now no have- one interrupts Trebek. <laughs> so now they have a button enabler and that's just your job the whole time all right last question this is for blake all right there is one contestant in history that has gone down as the most hated contestant. His name is Arthur Chu, and why did people hate him so much? It's because he chewed throughout the whole episode. Hmm. Interesting no, thought. It's, it's because he refused to say, uh, phrase things in a question, and he every question he would just answer. Uh, no. 
Uh, in fact, <laughs> he answered correctly so many times that he won the show 11 times. Uh, people hated him because he hacked the system. And so he would go through and um, answered all of the highest dollar amount questions first. And he was really good at getting all the daily doubles himself instead before other people could get to him. And he clicked the buzzer constantly, which really annoyed people. And he, he talked too fast. So there were a, a lot of reasons why people hated him. However, he was the winner. And get this. This was in 2014 that he did this. I can't even believe this happened. In 2017, somebody out there made a documentary about Alex Chu, the most hated Jeopardy guest. Oh, he's the, Je- the bad boy Jeopardy. It's called Who is Arthur Chu? And it's just about this dude's life and uh, how he did what he did and why did people Alex hate Trebek him. Did Alex hate him too? I didn't see any comments on that, but I don't think he's probably allowed to say anything of that nature. <laughs> I don't know why I leaned away from the screen when he sneezed. When, um, it's not like so he can sneeze on me. <laughs> just to let everyone know, Amos sneezed. He went, he was nice enough to go on mute, but he just covered <laughs> his camera in snot. Wait, it was, did that, that didn't actually happen. Yeah, <laughs> all over. It's just still dripping down. <laughs> it's just disgusting. Disgusting. He's the uh, he's the Alfred Chew like, of this podcast. That's the Nickelodeon, <laughs> the Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that that is that is Arthur Chew, the most hated Jeopardy contestant. And he, by the way, commented when he find, found out how people felt about them that um, seeing as how he won a ton of money. He just didn't really care how people <laughs> felt. Yeah. Which is the right attitude to have. So he's like, hey, I played good for you. I played by the rules and I made a bunch of money. So Yeah, he's like, Alfred just because I'm the first out, guy. And he dropped his like little <laughs> mic. His buzzer. He dropped his buzzer. I think it's time to get back to grilling. What do you guys think? Yeah. Hello. 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 Is anybody in there? It's time to talk grilling. What meats will you grill? That was awesome. Kind of reminds me of the caterpillar from um, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I was going with, uh, with, with more of a Pink Floyd thing, but yeah, that works too. Yeah. No, I can also see that. So... 12 Delicious Foods You Didn't Know That You Could Grill But Totally Should by The Thrillist. Uh, Some of these are kind of normal, but there's a few things that I wanted to bring up. Did you know that you could grill little neck clams? You know what I'm talking about? No. You can. Mm -mm. You don't know what I'm talking about? Like little like freshwater clams that are like real tiny? You throw them in the grill, they will open up, and then you can scoop them out and eat them. What do you think about that? Brutal. Oh, you put them on their shell in there? Mm Mm-hmm. In their shell in there. Okay, that's. A, I don't really want any though. Um, other I, things that people grill, and I, oh, I wanted to ask you about this squirrel. Uh, <laughs> Amos, on here it says that like the only way to eat squirrel is to grill it. Have you ever heard of this? Because they said that it's popular in the southeast. Well, I mean, Brunswick stew used to be commonly eaten with squirrel meat, but I've never eaten squirrel. I have definitely heard of people eating squirrel, but I don't know anybody personally yeah. who has done it. Would you? 
I'd try it once. Why not? I I love squirrels, so I don't want to. I don't I know. They're really cute little rodents. I mean, I guess you have to hook up a little rotisserie spin. <laughs> you know, mm. in its I mouth, suppose. at its bum. Uh, do you guys know what rambutan is? Um, I've definitely heard the word. They're these is furry like little a- fruits. Um, mm-hmm. here, I'll, I'll send you a little message, but they kind of look like, I don't know if, uh, like a, like a teddy bear had testicles. Like that's what they look like. <laughs> I was going to say if, if a strawberry was like a mutant. Yeah. If a straw, well, how do you just, des- how do you describe what these look like? Amos. See I'm still trying to find it. That's how you spell it. R a m b u t a n. Oh, there they are. I mean, yeah, they look like um those little uh things. They kind of look c- like Ken Jennings testicles. <laughs> <laughs> that looks uncomfortable for poor old Ken. Brought to you by the Arthur Chu gang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chu boys for life. Chu, the Chu boys. <laughs> yeah, Blake and the Chu boys. Yeah, Blake, Blake and the Chu crew. There you go. Um. Mm. Oh, so yeah, I like you that guys one. can put these on the grill, and once they get nice and crispy, you just pop them in your mouth. What do you think about that? You take the inside yep. out because the outside looks really prickly. Well, they, it catches on fire, pretty much goes away. Oh, okay. Cool. What's the weirdest thing that you guys have grilled recently? I don't really ever grill out. I don't own a grill, so. Well, then you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because... Well, you can leave, Amos. We're all about grilling. Yeah, um, this the is the one that made here. me think of you, um, Amos. Pound cake and grilled melons. Mm. Mm. Yeah, how's that sound? You'd Yummy. eat that, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, if you think about all the kind of cakes that you could grill, pound cake. It makes more sense than some. Yeah, totally. I think I've I've actually had. Uh, maybe not grilled, but it's been like toasted, so it gets a little brown on the top. Pound cake. Uh, look, I've had a pound cake French toast, and let me tell you, mm. it changed my life. <laughs> you know, this description of the grilled pound cake sounds pretty great. It says the grill caramelizes the sugars on both the pound cake and the melons, giving you a crunchily tasty shell of sugary goodness. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Right? That does. Except, what kind of melon is it? I, if it's cantaloupe. Looks like cantaloupe. I'm not eating that. Yeah, I don't like cantaloupe either. I'll eat the cake. Hey, I think cantaloupes. I think we know. Here's here's a quick game. What (laughs) cantaloupes smell like farts? Yeah, sweet farts. Look, let me tell you. If that's the farts you're dealing with in your house, I'm not. You are lucky. I'm not. That's because the ones that I deal with in my house from two kids are not smelling like cantaloupes. No, no, no. I'm definitely not. They smell like antelopes. Hey! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here all night, people. <laughs> yeah. No, my family's not cranking out sweet farts, but that's definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely what cantaloupe this smells like to me. Sweet farts. And I think it tastes uh, like sweet farts, too. All right. Things you didn't know you could grill. I have a list here. Um, okay. le- I want you to say... I knew, like, either say, uh, yeah, I knew I could grill that, or no, okay? Okay. Peaches and cinnamon. Sure, yeah. Caesar salad. What? (laughs) No. (laughs) Tofu. Yeah. Banana s'mores. Barf. No. Hot bananas? Quesadillas? Yeah, okay. 
Watermelon. I wouldn't have. Yes, I, I actually have seen that. Mixed nuts? No. Brussels sprouts? Yeah. Pineapples? Sure. Yes. Donuts? Damn, mm, y'all. That sounds Taking good. some Krispy Kreme and putting them on the grill? Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Yeah. To me, it does. Roasty, toasty donut. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. And avocados and artichokes. Hell yeah. Avocado? I would fuck with all of that. Yeah. Doesn't it get Apparently, like a weird texture if it's kind of like super you, hot though? Well, you it looks like um it looks awesome, first of all. I'm gonna send you a picture of it, but you you cut it like straight in half and just deseed it and not mm-hmm. take the um you don't take the skin off and oh. then you grill it on either side and then you scoop it out and eat it. So you just get kind of like a char going yeah. on. It. That sounds mm. awesome. Put that on a grilled Caesar salad with no. some <laughs> with some Ken Jenning balls. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being for real about the salad? People grill salad? Yeah, my wife's favorite salad is a grilled Caesar salad. How does I don't even understand what that right? means. Yeah. They take stalks of like the salad, right? Yeah. Like a big thing of romaine or something? Yeah, big thing of romaine and then they sm- you smoke it and you like grill it on either side. Okay. And then you then you put like all of the filling on on the inside of it. Got it. And then you're oh. cutting the grilled salad as you eat oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. I'd, I'd try that. I'd try that. Yeah. Sounded kind of right. weird, though. It's definitely weird. Let's move on to the final question of the show. Ring, ring. Pick up your phone because it's time to grill some meat. Yay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Would you rather grill edition? Mm-hmm. Would you rather... Bathe in barbecue sauce. Mm, mm-hmm. Bathe your cat in barbecue sauce and then mm-hmm. possibly eat it. Mm-mm. Or never grill again. I feel like I, it's an I easy would, one. I'd do A. Yeah, I'd, I would most certainly bathe in barbecue sauce. It's my favorite yeah. sauce. You don't think it would get like, it would make your spicy part spicy? Nah, I think it'd be fine. I mean, they're already really spicy. <laughs> <laughs> It just cancel each other. If anything, it would cool them off. Right? Right? All right. It'd be like that ice hissing. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean throwing (laughs) Oh my god. I mean throwing a cat into barbecue sauce has gotta be That sounds terrible. Yeah. So here's I'm not wasting my sauce that way. (laughs) (laughs) My sauce is too good for you, kitty. Um so what kind of barbecue sauce do you go for to fill up your tub? Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby uh, rays. Yes. Yeah. I had it tonight with my dinner. It's Sweet good baby stuff. Rays. Really? It's just sugar. <laughs> yeah. I would go it's, Worcestershire it's sauce, I think. Because That's good it's too. Uh, That's good too. It's mostly vinegar, I think. So it would probably be good for my. It'd cleanse your pores. Yeah. <laughs> Blake, what's your uh, secret? Uh, eight gallons of Wor- Worcestershire <laughs> sauce a night. The best thing. Best thing about uh, <laughs> bathing in that is that you can pronounce it right when you're in it. Yeah, Worcestershire. <laughs> only when you're in it. Worcestershire sauce. Worcester. Worcester. You had that dream again where you were the steak on a grill and they overcooked you. Oh, no. What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Means everyone in your life is just disappointing you and letting you down, and you're stressed about it. Means, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, 
I didn't specify what type what type of steak. So what's the cut of steak that you are? T bone. I don't know. You're T bone. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a filet mignon. Oh yes. <laughs> so you're overcooked. What does that mean? I'm ruined. <laughs> Means I'm a failure. You were once a young, fresh piece of meat, Amos. <laughs> now you're a now you're a charred T bone being flipped by someone who doesn't know what they're doing. You know, next time on Grill You Better, Grill You a Little Bit More. <laughs> on, on whatever this show is called. <laughs> next time on <laughs> Grill You Later. Till You Grill, Amanda and Walter Amos will tell me the worst burn they've ever sustained from sitting on a l- grill. It's going to be. A story of (laughs) pain, suffering, and remembrance. And until next time, I remind you, you probably didn't laugh, and we never (laughs) said you would. (laughs) And we don't care either. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Is anybody in there? I like how your voice kind of became Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. What meats will you grill? <laughs> that that line. <laughs> <laughs> Your songs are the weirdest fucking thing. <laughs>